Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You made it pretty clear that you, you want to stay competitive and you want to take a step back, but I'm curious, you obviously have the final say, but you also have a staff that works for you. Was there much internal debate about the direction of the franchise, and were there some people advocating to become sellers and maybe start the next roster iteration? I think when we came here, you know, Bulls missed five years in a row. They weren't in the playoffs. So I think, I think those thoughts, with those thoughts in mind, I think we all have these conversations internally. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think our group, you know, believes in this, uh, in this team and, We'll see what they can do in the last third game. It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Happy Friday, everybody. That was Arturis Karnisovis talking about what a great question by Casey Johnson. I love that question. And I love it even more because you know he's close to the team, but he's not afraid to you know, really get some inside information and do his job. Kudos to Casey Johnson. Tip my cap to him. That was a great question. And then, you know, I'm often talking groats about you know, the nonverbals within verbals, right? Like pitch, rate of speech, tone. And, you know, if you listen to the back end of that, you know, statement from AK, when he talks about, all right, let's go look at the last 30 games of the season, he fades. He fades as he's saying it. And he's at the yeah. Like it's not an emphasized point. Like, I know that, I, that that I'm saying this, but damn, do I really want to look at the last 30 games of the season and how this thing pans out? And I think that's the biggest issue. I, I, I also, and I want to be very clear, AK, if you're listening, I'm you're one of your biggest supporters. So any, any criticism I have is the first time I've ever had criticism for you. And I do not like the fact that he brought up the five years that the Bulls were not in the playoffs. Because you pass the blame, you pass the accountability on. Instead of talking about what you've been unable to do in terms of measured success for the Chicago Bulls, you then revert back to when asking about what is the building, talking about the internal discussions. Well, man, you got to remember when I got here, the Bulls hadn't made the playoffs for five years, Papa. And then I switched this thing around, and now you guys are being greedy. I got us to the playoffs. That's what we're concerned about. And it almost looks at, it almost sounds like his schedule is long like he's he's on a 10-year plan where it's like hey i'll take us here let me cook here for a little bit couple years and now i'm gonna you know man like another couple years will be there and then in a couple years after that we can be talking about nba championship and i don't know i just don't like that i feel like there can be some sort of accountability to say hey you know what 
we've been trying to get this thing right. And here are the things that we've done to try to get this right. And these things have not worked up until this point, but we're st- we feel good about the roster and the direction that the team, the organization has headed. And there was none of that in there. So he wants to be. You know who he is so far? Actually, not even, not even nearly as good as John Paxson yet in terms of what he's accomplished. Because what you're talking about, like what he is talking about, uh-huh. the idea that he restored the team, he yes. restored order, yes, in the team because it was we just are relevant again, relevant again. Exactly. And they had lost order in the previous regime. Whenever I hear that being discussed, my brain immediately goes to John Paxson because that's exactly what John Paxson did. John Paxson was the first post-Jerry Krause GM to restore order to what had been completely out of order and embarrassing (laughs) post-Pippen and Jordan and Rod. Basketball. It was just... It was so embarrassing and so really one of the – coming off the best era in Chicago sports, really one of the darkest eras for a Chicago sports team was the post-Jordan Chicago Bulls for a while. It was just embarrassing and bad, and we expected it to be bad, and it was just – it was a nightmare. Worst-case scenario. But John Paxson was that GM – that came and restored yeah. order and got them to the playoffs and winning in the play with a team that you knew was never going to get beyond that level. But there was a decent amount of appreciation at the time for John Paxson because of that. And look at these de- drafted and developing Luol Deng and who's this Andres Nocioni that he went out and got for this. Oh, Kirk Heinrich. That's looking like a, even though they really wanted Dwayne Wade in that draft. But Kirk Heinrich and, oh, my God, Ben Gordon. <sighs> look what this guy is doing. And it was exciting, and it was interesting, just as it was interesting and exciting when the Bulls got Vucevic to put along with what looked like a really nice core with Lonzo Ball, who was supposed to be a part of it, and Markinen at the time, <laughs> um, and obviously Zach Levine and – this whole crew, and then the whole thing, just th- that part of the plan became undone. So long way of saying, but I enjoyed the way I did it, um, long way of saying that he, AK, Arturis Karnaschovas, is no more accomplished than John Paxson, who was basically run out of his position as GM by Bulls yeah. fans. And I, we haven't had the opportunity to be completely critical of AK. I mean, we've been critical, but not completely critical. We're like, it's time for you to, it's time for the, for us to weigh your job and whether you should have it or not. And I don't think we're necessarily there yet because of you know, obviously everything that's gone on. He's bought himself some more time. What's this year? Is this fifth year for him doing this job? Because it's been twenty twenty one was the year that he got Vooch. Was that the his sex? So this is probably only his fourth year. Fourth year, yeah. Twenty twenty was the first year. Yeah, twenty twenty okay. was the blow up. Okay. He got it. He got it, and then, but he had Zach. No Vooch. He got Vooch at the at the trade deadline, the middle March. of the first year. Yeah, so it was a 2020, oh. 2021 season. See, he started with a bang too. I mean, that's another thing. I mean, you get he got us excited. He made us like, oh yeah. See, this is why this is why we wanted John Paxson and Gar Foreman because because this guy, look at Vooch. Like this guy's making moves. That was his first year. This guy knows what he's doing. Bro. And the free agency Literally. into the 2021 season and how they started performing, it's like, wow, yeah, look at this. Yeah. No, it felt like something. And so he set the bar pretty high with a core that most of us, like, okay. <laughs> oh, 
DeMar DeRozan? The, the Vooch one was great because you were like, oh, pick and roll with Zach and Vooch. Yes. Yes. And you're like, this yes. is going to work. And then, right, then they bring in DeMar and Lonzo and AK, er, Alex Caruso. And you're like, AK's a genius. But it didn't work. It did work. Yeah. First half of the season. That's right. Where they did dominate. So for it half did of a work. It just, it, it didn't work out. It, <laughs> it worked. It didn't, didn't work out. It didn't work out. No, that's true, and that's part of the job. Like right. you look at those as individual players, look like yeah, that looks pretty good, but not realizing that there wouldn't be a chemistry between really the way we thought it would be between any well, of those I, guys. I, I love what Scoop Jackson said. Like I've had him on the show a couple of times, and he's just like Gabe. Like, all right, Lonzo's gone. What did you do to like fix that? Great question. Zero. You have no. Well, you have Patrick Williams, Kobe White, but that wasn't that wasn't the point guard fix. Remember, Kobe was really supposed to be. They wanted him to be the one, but they realized quickly he wasn't. It's a revelation that he's been able to do it right. at all, and know? he's been playing like that's a whole other conversation. Completely. But continuing on the Scoop Jackson point was like they didn't go get a, a, a point guard, and then you know they've been waiting for Pat Will to evolve into this power forward, and they don't have that prototypical, you know. 6'10", 6'9", power forward, does banging, getting rebounds, doing the Andre Drummond dirty work instead of having it to come in the form of a backup center. You know, having a true power forward somewhere on that that roster, those are the two key components. So they've been playing three on five. That's what he's saying. Mm. The Bulls have been playing three five, and it's because of AK that they're playing three on five, and he hasn't made those adjustments. So that's the part where I've tried to give him grace and been like, dude, you put together a good thing, you know, you know, crap happens. There's a big hurdle in the way. But, like, I've been waiting for him to make the next move, the next thing. How are you then reinventing this Bulls team yes. to make it better? It's stalled out. It's stalled out. Right. Like, it doesn't mean that you have to break this thing down and the Bulls have to suck. It really doesn't. But right. it is – the car is stalled and it's just been sitting there. Yeah. And nobody's attending to it. And there's, like, maybe a sign on it. and. Yeah. Because the rain's been washing away the dirt, so it doesn't look that dirty. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's a boot on the tire, actually, yeah. but it's just but it's abandoned. On the, but it's on the side of the street, so you can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know it's That's mobile. what it is, but, think, but right, it looks looks nice. You know, it's still got a, got a good paint job you still. Can get, you can get some for it. Uh-huh. Let's go to Herschel out in Lincoln Park. Herschel, Bulls didn't make any moves at the trade deadline, but but you said you're okay with that, correct? Yes, I am. And how you doing, Gabe? Hanging Brody. in there, man. What's up? Hey, hey. Brody, you're getting popular over in Oak Park. I'd be seeing you walking around. <laughs> you oh, know? oh, yeah? Oh, from from, Lincoln, from Lincoln Park to Oak Park. He, he's in these streets. Yes, I am. Hey, so uh, first of all, I want to say uh, shout out to uh, Christina Olympus and her dad and her whole family yes. about the tragedy at the restaurant. Yeah, I went to girl. school with uh, mm-hmm. Christina at University of Illinois, oh, so wow. I know her really well. Good people. And uh, she's a personal friend of mine. Oh, wow. And, um, but I, uh, yeah, seriously, it's, it's, it breaks my heart, especially with all the memorabilia they had inside there too. I don't uh, know how they're going to replace that. The first thing I thought about was all the memorabilia at Palace Green. Mm. It's the first thing I thought about. Yes, yes. I'm like, wow. You know, I mean, I mean, people like Chelios, Ronick, you know, Kane. They're going to come. They're going to. They're going to do something for them. I know they are. But yeah. um, um, anyway, um, besides that, I wanted to say that I've been wanting to call like Vegas Hall and talk to him, but I haven't had a chance. So I'm calling you <laughs> and talk about the media in Chicago, you guys, not you guys, but the media is just so emotional because here's the thing. We got to, we got to be patient because like, like I was telling the guy on the phone earlier that the, 
we, you know, beginning of the, when we got Lonzo Ball, we were one, two, and three on seeds-wise. So we were doing great. And what we need is a, a pure point guard, a pass-first point guard. Obviously, we need, a you know, a banger, you know, and a rim protector. But my, my, my whole point is, you know, we, I, I, I wasn't upset about them not doing anything because I know if we go out and get a point guard, you know, next, you know, summer or whatever, then, you know, we'll be right back in the situation because we're going to be fast. So don't break it all up yet. And I know DeMar's on, on decline, but I'll take his 15 points and a better ship in the locker room, you know, and, and keep it keep it rolling. You know you know what I mean? So yeah, like, I, I, it, it, I, I hear you, Herschel. I, I, I hear you. I think the, the biggest issue is that, you know, trying to see what the light at the end of the tunnel looks like, right? And so if we're in the present, yeah. trying to then – see what that looks like it's not a it's not a beautiful picture at the very end you know it's this right it's just like blurry fuzzy thing that we don't know what it is and i think that's the biggest issue right yes and think about what he did in denver too and you know maybe at the trade deadline wasn't really nothing that's out there that can that can you know that was sufficing you know get us over that little hump we, we're, we're going through right now i mean maybe i thought of miles bridges but you know they weren't going to get rid of him you, you know what i mean and, you know and, and people were like well what about patrick Beverly? patrick Beverly is not a, a pure point guy he's nothing but a poor man's caruso you, you know what i mean yeah. you know, and they're done that you know, yes exactly you know what i'm saying and my thing is if we got a true point pure point guard i'm not saying Lillard per se or or, or, or like What's the dude name from the Lakers? Uh, um, D'Angelo Russell. You know, uh, yeah, I'm not saying him per se either, but if we had a pure point guard, it, it'd be the same um, routine with Lonzo. I'm not saying he's not going to come back. I'm not holding my hope, but, you know, if we got a point guard and we got somebody inside, and I, I think we need to give up on Patrick Williams because I think he's at his peak. I mean, he's he's not going to go any higher than what he is. Yeah. So I think that we, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like, I just, I'm disappointed. I, of course, you know? of course, because I think when you look at Patrick Williams, I mean, you look at a team like the Detroit Pistons, and they just cut Killian Hayes, seventh pick in the draft, three after Pat Will. You know what I mean? Like, Bull, not Bulls, but Chicago teams don't do things like that. I, I can't even remember the last time I seen a, and I'm sure somebody be like, oh, what about this? Yeah, okay, fine, fine, one. <laughs> but I don't even know what that is yet. But I know somebody can say it. I don't know what it is, but I, I can't think of a time. Oh, here we go. Producer's doing it. No, no, I, I had a I, <laughs> producer's doing his job. What is it? I had a thought about Patrick Williams. Oh, so, oh okay, go ahead. F- this is Kobe White's fifth year, right? And he's made a tremendous jump from the last couple of years. Patrick Williams is entering his fifth year. Way next different. Year. Way different. Way you different because you saw. Way different because you saw it with Kobe White a couple of years ago. Do you think when Patrick Williams can make that kind of jump next year? That, that, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like Kobe was making jumps every year for the last couple of years. Pat Will has not made a jump at all. Like, no part of his game. And the, the thing is this. We see his game. He, he, he has the – it's like kind of like Justin Fields, where you see a guy who can jump high, grab rebounds, pull up from mid-range of over everyone else, play great defense, smack a three-pointer, but you're like, damn, why can't you do this consistently? <laughs> because I see it. I see you going to the rim trying to dunk on everybody. But it doesn't go in. But I see you trying, and I'm like, damn, if those dunks can go in, if those three-pointers can get in, if he can continue to make that mid-range, if he can play defense, he could be Kawhi Leonard. But he's not. But he's not. He's just not going to – like, it's not going to happen. Sometimes I think the Bulls and I think the White Sox are guilty of this same thing. To your point, they look at these guys and they say, he's got to be good. You're telling me this guy who's got that athleticism – 
who's got that body. Remember, that was the thing about him coming out of college. Jordan. Yeah. That's what, that, yeah. No, that's what it is, Grody. If you play for if you play for the Cubs, you need to be Ernie Banks. If you play for the Bulls, you have to be Michael Jordan. If you play for the Bears, you must be Brian Erlacher or Walter Payton. Like that's it. That's it. There's no you can be mediocre or you can be like mid level or you can be like an all right guy. There's yeah. none of that. Yeah. It's Darno Mooney. Is he a number one or not? <laughs> like what the hell? Well, I've said in talking with you though before Jack Sanborn. Um, <laughs> Brian Erlacher, baby Erlacher. Jack Erlacher. It's like, come on. Good is good too, though. But you we know? don't we don't want good. We don't we, we I think people would don't. settle for good with that. You really think that the problem with, with Patrick who? Williams is that the expectations are that people think he's gonna be Jordan? I mean, I would settle for people aren't loving Kobe White until he scores Rose. 30 points a game. They're like Kobe, 25? Mm. No. 30. No, you're telling me now we're you're ready. telling me. If he was a consistent, let's say he put up Vooch numbers on a consistent basis. Vooch puts up 25 and 10. I know. That's nasty. That's what I'm saying. Like, if he was to put up those numbers, on a, you don't think that that would be enough? Like, I think that that would be the Bulls. No the, the, one would say Kobe White is a guy you should build your team around. Actually, who said it the other day? It was... Uh, Stop it. That's Co- foolish. No, no, no. Cody Westerland brought it up. I have to go back in the podcast, but... That topic did come up. I mean, it's his. really building around Kobe White? (laughs) And then he laughed afterwards. I laughed about that that concept. That's what I'm saying. Nobody is building around Kobe White. You're you're right, and nobody's building around Vooch, and nobody would build around a a 25 and 10 Patrick Williams, probably, but not everybody can be like that. Okay, now here, let's use Pat Will in that example. If Pat Will was averaging 25 and 10, we would think he was a monster. That's what I was saying. I thought you said that about Kobe White, though. Did I say Kobe White? Yeah. Oh. And that's why I was like, no. No, no, I more. heard you say if Pat Will put up Vooch's numbers. That's what I thought we... I said. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I no, no, I, he- I heard that. Okay. <laughs> okay. We got to roll back the tape. That, that's, we everybody to say. that's what. That's the guy that I okay. was thinking about, Patrick Williams. Okay. And that's why I was like, well, you're telling me that if he did 25 and 10 a game, people wouldn't be like, leave him alone? Yeah. I would leave him alone after that. I, I'd ex- I never thought this guy was. So you think that because of the expectations of where he was drafted, that people really said Patrick Williams is a star or bust i think yeah i think i think it was you need to be averaging 25 and 10 or else Mm. we're gonna treat you the way we're treating you right now (sighs) like he's not even like like i think think he's being mistreated serious question by the bulls by i don't know you just said you said that he'd be he he wouldn't be being treated the way he's being treated right now what what did you mean by that He's treated like a guy that's not averaging 25 and 25 Absolutely. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand, but I don't think that the, they on the other side are saying you have to be a star. I think they would like some, like, he's below average. Wait, wait, you're talking about the, the, talking about the Bulls organization or the fan base? I'm talking about the fan base. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that, the, I, I don't believe that the fan base's expectations right. are star, but that's what you think. You think yes. the Bulls, maybe you're 100%. in better touch with the Bulls fan base than Look I Look at Zach Levine. Like, Zach Levine is a star, but people want him to be a superstar. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Like, you're, you're on Team USA. You're average, You're one of the be- top 20 players in the league. No one cares because you, you can't win a, super, yeah. uh, a championship with you. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, it's always like that. Yeah. DeMar DeRozan, good. Not that good. <laughs> it's like he, but he's Pat, like the but, one consistent guy. But in Patrick team. Williams, what has he ever done in his career or even on the court? 
that made Bulls fans think, is it just because of where he was drafted that 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 we have held? It was because, it's because of where, where he's been drafted and what the potential that it's. Uh, where, where's the, where does that come from, though? We haven't seen like the the potential, the truth of like the whether in college or whether with the Bulls in terms of at least like Zach Levine won a slam dunk contest. Right, right, you know what right. I mean? Like you knew that there was oh, something there. I think you see Pat Will. Again, I think you see Pat Will. You see his body, like his makeup. Yeah. And you see his game and like what it can be. And I think that's where then all Bulls fans say, okay, well, I am not looking at you as a role player. I'm looking at you as a component to, of a team. You you need to be the man. And yeah. in, in, in that space. And they saw it quickly with Kobe White that that wasn't going to be what it was. Got relegated to the bench. He wasn't even starting for a while. Like no one thought anything of it. And then, like I said, he worked on his game. He got better. And then all of a sudden, he's where he's at, and people embrace him in a different way. Oh. Pat Will, it's like, oh, okay, I can kind of see where you're pr- pretty good. They keep giving him chances. They're trying to force the thing. And then it, de- then it doesn't come. And it's like, well, yeah, no, no, no. I don't want you as a role player no more. <laughs> like, you just didn't pan out. And so now I'm ready to move on from you. It's just tough. But, again, I, I think it's any sport. It's Pete Armstrong for the Cubs. Mm. Like, he needs to be a perennial all-star now, Right. Dustin Rhodes will tell you that he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Like, this is what happens with guys like the, the White Sox, the same thing. I mean, it's, it's just what happens yeah, here in this town. That's such a great point. Where we put a, we put a, an, an, and then, and, and, and sorry, I know, Tyler, we got, we got to go. The, the, the last part is, <clears throat> and then we wonder why guys underperform. It's because we put so much pressure on them to be great. It's because we, not, not pressure, but we, we put so much expectation on them. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, Eddie Jackson, you suck. It's like, wait, what? Okay. I mean, does he? Kyler Gordon, you suck. <laughs> right. Like, wait, what? Relative to yeah, greatness. To greatness. Yeah. Relative to being elite. It's just like, you know. Ah, that's a great point. Like, we never really allow someone just to say. I'll tell you the only example. Well, maybe not even. Because Jason Hayward took his fair. It wasn't like everybody was just loving on Jason Hayward yeah. all the time. <laughs> but what a flop he was. I hate saying this. What a flop he was as a player, as a free agent. Jason yeah. Hayward. Yeah. You know? Shout out to him having his uh, his uh, baseball camp or what is it called? It's a baseball facility. Uh, to him doing something great after I just <laughs> shout stomped him down. Shout out to him no, still no, being in Chicago. Sure. No, he, he's such he's such a great guy, he and sucked. and he did contribute. <laughs> he just was not. That's not a win as yeah. a free agent player. That's the that's the sad truth, folks. We tell sad truths here on the score. Uh, somebody that is great and, and on the field, Brian Urlacher. Uh, and he weighed in on the Justin Fields, Caleb Williams debate. I want to be able to chat about that a little bit before we get up out of here at 9 o'clock. All right. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's Mark Grody. Make sure you can. T- uh, oh, look, from the 309. Thank you for talking about Ejax. He deserves better. That must be a relative. I don't know if he deserves better. <laughs> oh, stop. Let's not do that. All right. More on the other side. It's Gabe and Grody on 670. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love you, Eddie. It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Got about a half an hour left with you guys. Shout out to everybody on the roads. Get everywhere safely. Hands on 10 and 2. And then, Grody, you got to give me a ride home today. So I hope you have hands on 10 and 2 later today. Is, is the weather bad or something? What's up with the serious warning there? What was that all about? Because I rode with you left. I rode <laughs> with you on Monday. So, <laughs> so I, I, I know how you drive. It was that. a weird drive home because, man, we both had that moment where we're, I'm driving and there's a cop right oh, behind me coming out of a hunt. I'm like, oh, no, he's got me for something. <laughs> and then that relief when they go by you, they don't want any part of us. There was something bigger for yeah. them. And then I tell Grody, he's like, yeah, man, I've been locked up a couple times. Yeah. I see the I see the, I see the, the police scares the hell out of me. He's like, I've had a couple tickets that have been some scary ones. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, 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 same thing, Grody. All same right, thing. so I can't match your criminal record. So you're better than me because you've been arrested. Hey, the same level of fear, though. That's good. That's good. You know, we both have it no matter oh, yeah. what. It's a That's, healthy amount of it. Exactly. You know? I, I, maybe mine yeah. is disproportionate, and, no, but no, it really is valid. The valid. heart, you know, the, the there's a cop. Behind you, it. and the heart just starts thumping. And Grody just, was sad because he didn't have his license. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, he's got me because I got the the license plate sticker when it was negative thirty degrees, and, and they if, told me not to put it on. Yet. And if that interaction would have been anything like the one we had with Matt Spiegel before our show today, oh. Oh, yeah. Grody would have told on himself. <laughs> and I got to be honest, officer, I don't have my license. That's, that's very that's true. That's true. Uh, Brian Erlacher told on himself, uh, and he weighed in on the Justin Fields Caleb Williams dilemma. And what he said was interesting. Did you get a chance to hear it from here? I have not heard this. I've been Do we excited have the audio? all night to hear about this. Okay, no, it's okay. Um, Erlacher no, said, if people are still asking if Justin is the guy, then he's probably not the guy. Oh, wow. In my opinion, they probably have to draft a kid. Wow. Huh. So that was on. He was on with Ari Marov uh, on his show. That's surprising. And he said it right there. What is surprising about surprising that? Surprising because it feels like most guys that have played the game or have coached the game yeah. have been supportive of Justin Fields. And because they're not really watching what's going on in the games as closely as we'd like to think. So they look at it and go, oh, come on, man. It's not his fault. Like, come on, man. What does he have on that team? Come on. Like, you know how many times I've heard that from oh my gosh. outside perspective? Come on, man. I mean, I really think that Justin Fields could do. You give him a better offensive line and you give him better running backs. Give him better. Come on, man. This guy deserves it. You hear that so often that I was glad to actually hear, and I, I tend to agree with him too, 
that it does. Not tend to. You do. I do. Well, it's such a great point in itself, though. That Erlacher <laughs> just saying that if we're still asking the question, he's right. You know what's a big one? You know what's a big one that I've heard a lot doing these overnight shows and taking Bears calls is how can you evaluate the quarterback properly when he doesn't have good center play? Well, back <laughs> to the Fields it. thing. Well, I per, guess that's I guess that that's all time. that's left now is Lucas not equipped to be with the Chicago Bears, Patrick. That that was just not something that was going to go down. I'm just not. I'm just not a fan of moving the finish line, and I think that you know a lot of Bears fans have done that specifically with Justin Fields, and, and I think it's just so simple. It's like you need a good quarterback to win in the NFL. And we've watched enough football where you can objectively look at Justin Fields' play, his play, take out the center position, take out, you know, whatever. But just, like, watch the guy play. You can watch. I can watch anybody, and I don't care who their offensive coordinator is. I don't care how many guys they got in the offensive line that are pro bowlers. I can watch a guy play football and be like, that guy's good. And, 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 or that guy's a, you know, a top guy. So I can look at Justin Fields and I say he's good, right? He's good. But I don't look at him and, and say he's great. Or he's gonna be great. That's just me. That's what I. That's how I see. And for me, it's just hard because I think of a guy like Brian Urlacher. You know, all these guys—they've been playing with quarterbacks their whole lives, right? Really good quarterbacks their whole lives on good teams. They know what a good quarterback looks like. They know how a good quarterback operates. They know what the it factor is that a quarterback has. <laughs> Actually, yes. Does Brian Urlacher know what a good quarterback is? Who's his it factor? Jay Cutler? But he can look, Jay Cutler no, no, see, factor? That, he can look at Aaron Rodgers and say, yeah, that's true. I got my ass whooped by Aaron Rodgers, okay. and that guy got the it factor. Point taken. Right. Point. And, and probably many other quarterbacks that the Bears played right. on Brian Urlacher's watch. It but, probably doesn't even have to go Brody, as deep as Aaron Rodgers. You do it too. Just the same reason. The reason why you, you're – the reason why you're okay with the Bears going in a different direction from Justin Fields is because you watch football objectively, and you can look at it and say, okay, I hear you. If he had all this other stuff, would he be better? Yeah. Yes. But I also understand how football works, and if I can take this guy and he's the top five guy, then I'm set. Right, and there are, there are enough flaws with Justin Fields to his game that we point yes. out all the time to indicate – that while I guess I agree with most people who say, yeah, he's going to be he's go- he's a top thirty-two quarterback. He's probably going to be a starter in this league for you know maybe four or five, four to six years or something like that. But there's enough flaws to say he's not going to be able to overcome all of those and turn them into positives and become what we hoped he would be, and that is a very good to great to elite quarterback. Like that just ain't there. And let's be very clear. Even if Justin if Bears keep Justin Fields and they keep like I'm, I'm going to give you the vision that I have in my head, Groats. Please, Bears keep Justin Fields. Bears add a bunch of talent around them. Bears win the first round of the playoffs, make it to the second round, and then Justin Fields just makes like Bears win the first round because like despite some mistakes, they can still overcome it because they're a good team. Second round comes, like, you just you just realize that you're just the inferior team mm-hmm. because of the quarterback play, and you're just never going to get over that hump. Like you're never going to. That's may, my vision. Maybe you'll scratch and claw for a playoff win. You want to ask me why so I'm that, okay taking somebody yeah. else? That's why. Full circle, John Paxson. 
<laughs> Dollar in the bucket talking about the Bulls. But, but I don't have to. I never made that rule. That was you. That was you. You have the Bulls problem. From 6 to 9 but, o'clock. No, but it's a good analogy. It's a good to bring it back to what the Bulls. The Bulls had created a team under John Paxson in the early days and the Luol Dang days, whoever you want to have the face of that be, that absolutely could compete and maybe win a playoff series. But if they don't, it's just it's going to be fun anyway because we're all going to remember every one of those great playoff games and the place yelling, no Sioni. So, no Sioni. That's right. That was kind of fun, wasn't it? Was so that, great. Was, that was a lot of fun. But that, yeah, I mean, I think that that is, that is similar. You're right. Yeah. There, there's, there is at some point in time – that would hit a wall. That would hit a wall. That would be pretty tasty for come postseason, but it would it would ultimately disappoint. Yeah, and if you're talking, you know, just continuing to use the Bulls, you know, framework, it's you know, it's just frustrating. I'll just leave it at that. Okay, it's frustrating because I was going to say, then put a, a, a quarter in the bucket. By the way, dollar. Yeah, dollar. dollar. It's the same thing where people are saying that the Bulls didn't make any moves at the trade deadline. They just want to be competitive enough where they don't necessarily win and have to be responsible for winning or having a winning franchise. People are going to come into the gate, so we just need to have, as Dan Bernstein would call it, dinner theater. Ugh. And that's what we would get if we have Justin Fields. Oh, man. You would get dinner theater. You get an entertaining game where you have the opportunity to win. You can, but it's not expected, and no one's going to say, oh, Bears should have won. That's what's going to end up happening. It's going to be gross. It's going to be Put disgusting. An entertaining product on the field. Dinner theater. Dinner theater. You spend 200 bucks and you come see a great spectacle for three hours. But at some point in time, how long can you do that, though? And it does have a lifespan. It does. It, it, but, it, but, but literally, is it three to five years where ask fans the, would... Ask the Bulls. The Bulls didn't have won a championship since, you know, since the late 90s. Yeah. And they still have the number one attendance in the NBA. <sighs> Who's that team in the NFL? That's, is there that, a team that's, like that that's... All the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah. I'm saying, like, kind of. Like, that's the first one that came to mind. Yeah. Like a team that wins, but they're just not good, and right, they're not going to be right. good. They're, well, but for so many years they did, and it doesn't feel like it was yeah. it's that far removed. Yeah. But a team now, I almost said Baltimore, but I was like, wait, they won the Super Bowl in the Ray, <laughs> the Ray Lewis days just seemed yeah, yeah. like so long ago. It feels like this version. The Vikings well, they, yeah. are like teams that, that are yeah. good but don't win. Right. The teams that are good that don't the Vikings is maybe the best example. Yeah. They are the quint their their head is always above water. Always. Or at least it feels yeah. like it. For but, the last decade or so with all the quarterbacks and talent they yeah. had on the offensively. Yeah. Right. Adrian I mean, Peterson, Randy Moss, Dante Cuphead. Mm, come on. I was just gonna say they're not memorable, but those teams were yeah. me- those players were memorable. But yeah. Their head is always above water, but you never really see them in the end. No, um, we do. No, yeah. we don't. Yeah. Um all right, guys, it is Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is next week or next week, right? Next week. Today is the ninth. Today is the ninth of uh, February. So yeah. Wednesday. Next Wednesday is Valentine's Ooh, Day. Wow. And I, with it right around the corner, I wanted to marry Valentine's Day and sports. And I feel like I have a unique way to do it, and I feel like you guys will agree with it as well because there is something special that happens with sports games uh, around Valentine's Day, and so I'm sure you've been a part of that. We'll discuss it on the other side. It's Gabe and Grody. Right here on 670 The Score. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Valentine's Day is on Wednesday. Have you got your boot thing a gift yet? It's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody here on 670 The Score. Grody, you look you strike me as a guy that like still gets your mom something for Valentine's Day. Or not still, but gets your mom something for oh, Valentine's yeah, Day. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Your cards, send her some flowers. I believe that. Yeah. You see, you're a very nice guy. Yeah, thank so, you. I appreciate that. And I know that. you love your parents, so. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. Of course. Huh. So okay. for sure. My mom used to give me stuff all the time and then yeah. kind of grew out of that. And by grow out of that, I mean she just that thought I was too old for that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I still wanted the gifts. Right, right, but, right. right. Uh, anything will help. It's yeah. just whatever you got on you. No, I'll take anything. A <laughs> couple bucks, dinner, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting because, you know, with Valentine's Day around the corner, like this weekend, I saw I saw a bunch of people at the Bulls game, like, and they were, like, in love. Mm. And you could tell, like, maybe, you know, for Christmas or, or maybe, you know, somebody's like, hey, boo, for Valentine's Day, I got you a gift early. I'm taking you to the Bulls game. Oh, yeah. That Valentine's Don't get Day up again. on a kiss cam. How <laughs> how are you about Valentine's Day or or birthday holiday tickets for those specific mm, events? To it. I had I have one memorable experience in that vein. And I think oh, it's wow. memorable because this is a this is I will be interested to hear what you said. What, cry? what your no, no, oh, okay, no. Okay, what okay, what okay. the ruling is. Oh, okay. On this, or if this is something that you would endeavor to do, if it's a dumb idea, I went on a first date on Valentine's Day mm-hmm. to a Bulls game. Mm-mm. Oh wow, go on. There's many X's. I, I many things wrong with that. I think I agree with you, but tell me why. First thing, a first date should never be on Valentine's Day. I know it's a really tough. Decision. Or even like around it, like. Yeah. Push it out to like the twenty till there's a two in front of the day, or single digits. Anything in the teens, you're effed, my friend. All right, that's first off. Second of all, tell my young fellas out there, don't ever take your first date somewhere where you can't talk. And so, like a Bulls game, you're responsible for watching the game. What's going on? At least me, I'm interested in it. I want to see the Bulls. I'm not going to have an opportunity to like be like, so you know what I'm saying? We're Where'd you live before this? Or who you have a roommate? How, how long have you guys known them? Like that kind of stuff. So, you know, movies can't do that. Can't go to games, can't go to plays, can't go to any of those things where you can't talk on your first date. So those are the two. It was a terrible first date place because of exactly (laughs) that. It was such a waste. Like there may not, may as well not have been a Bulls game going on because you should have went to a bar. The oh my God. Well, that was a lesson learned. That the that nothing good happened on that date, or nothing that didn't feel complicated until we got until post when we went to ESPN Zone. Remember the ESPN Zone in Chicago? Yeah, I love the ESPN Zone. And so that was that was perfect because we were able to talk and then play Papa Shot. Like so, it went from now I'm like going way outside the circles of this topic. I like this though, but. But it did go from horrible to, to perfect. Like like ideal Clearly. activity dates on first dates are I think are very activity good. Activity dates, things bowling. you can make jokes about, bowling, yeah. you know, yeah. you can have fun. Yes. You know, those are always good. Or if you're really trying to flex, like a super hard flex, mm. you buy tickets to the Bulls game, right? Maybe not in the hundred level because those are expensive. And then you just kinda like chill out in the concourse. Right. So you're you're oh, you're yeah. appreciating the stadium. You're yeah. appreciating the walking around. You're you know, stopping somewhere, maybe getting a beer That's here. That's true. You can do like, that at the United Center because it does feel like you, just play. Okay, what about you? 
I, I, many a time I've, I've had like, you know, wearing red shirts for the Bulls game and like that kind of stuff. Oh, you've done that? I've definitely done that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could see you doing that. <laughs> oh, I could totally see you doing that. I am that, that guy. I'm, yeah, you I are. I have zero problem dressing up like my girl. No. Zero. I, I believe that. Whatever. I believe it. I'm just, I'm confident. I don't even need to see it. <laughs> I just remember if I don't want to see it. When I was in high school at Lane Tech, Mike, oh my God, I can't believe you're saying this. My girlfriend and I at the time, we would dress like each other every day. Oh, God. Every day. Yeah. Like, Mondays, we'd be like in a Nike Air Force One t-shirt with some white Air Force oh, Ones. And, a, and then Tuesday, we'd be like in, you know, jean overalls. And then we were deep. I love that. Girl. That got you ready for your boy band. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Tell me why. Oh, how did you have that ready? How did he have that ready? Did I did not. There's no conspiracy here, man. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> But yeah, we did. We we did. Shout out to Vanessa. We would uh mm. we would always do that. That's that's pretty hot. It was. Or it is was. it? It was because then when you look back at the pictures, you were like, "Oh my god, why were we dressing every day? <laughs> it's <laughs> ridiculous. This isn't Great America. What are we doing? <laughs> we were really deep. We were deep. Great America is where that's supposed to happen. Yep. Yeah. Disney World. Not not Lane Tech. Not fifth Lane period Tech. Lunch. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Did so you we take here. crap from people for doing that, or was that <laughs> just a thing? Me? No, no, no. We, she she played basketball at Lane, and yeah. she probably whoop anybody's ass. Okay, so no, like so you guys were elite. You guys smoke. were elite kids at that at Lane Tech, so nobody messed with you. Is what you're saying? No, I, I think just, that's what you're saying a little bit. Uh, you're uh, like nobody's messing. Nobody's making fun of us. They're scared of her. Oh, <laughs> they might, she was the they one with the, scared of me out there. Okay, there's, so she was for real. She wore the pants friends. in the relationship. I got gotcha. you. I was scared of her too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll t- tell me all about it on our drive home to the OP, baby. Oak Park, boy! Yeah! Out of here, baby! Got to shout out our guests for today, Mike Palm from Circus Sports. Also, a big thanks to Habarkus for hanging out with us today. Got to thank our producer, Tyler Farringall. Baby T. I said that's his, that's his radio name. Who gave you that name? It was me. I will tell you this. Yesterday, at Wednesday and Thursday, or Wednesday, I did a show with Tyler Buterbaugh, and I called him Farringall twice. So he's your favorite Tyler. There it is. What What's your answer? I work with to I work that, with Buterbaugh. I just work with Farragut more often. That's just, okay. That's How you feel is. about that, Buterbaugh? But it's you your know move, what, pal. But, but you know what? I bring it up because that's why I tried to call him Baby T. So that that way we didn't have to deal with it. You know what I'm call Baby T over Tyler Farringo way more Thank often you. around here. Uh, you, you know you're actually Baby LP because we both went to Lake Park and ah. you are considerably younger than I. So you're Baby LP. Yeah. I don't know. If that, I don't know if that has the same ring to it. You be but but you got to admit, I'm going to pull it. That's for sure. Under the circumstances <laughs> and the time left on the show, time and circumstances, but that was a pretty good comeback on my part. I thought that was good. Too. Yeah, you're a baby nonetheless. Baby LP. That's what we do now. Grody, it's been a pleasure as always, my friend. Thank you, Gabe. BetMGM tonight is up next. Mi gente, that means my people. Hasta la próxima. That means until next time, I am Gabe Ramirez. He is Mark Grody. That's Baby T. And this is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Just lost your ride. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.